Do you like books? Well, so do we. So let's talk about them. This is Pages and Pages. Pages and Pages. Welcome to Pages and Pages, where two best friends talk about all things books. That's Sophia. And that's Morgan. Happy Tuesday for you. But currently... It's Thursday. It's Thursday. We normally record on Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, it's so strange. It's it is. It's daylight outside again. Again, this is two weeks in a row, and it's gonna be three because I am going on a work trip next week. I'm gonna be out of the state next Wednesday. Next Wednesday for well us next yes. Wednesday. Uh, I'm very excited about it. I get to go hang out with a bunch of old men <laughs> yeah for work purposes for work purposes i mean i've already been there by the time this comes out anyway yeah so i'm going to washington dc with an honor flight honor flights i think are like iowa i don't know if i do anywhere else yeah, but no idea. um a bunch of volunteers put this together a lot of donations they take veterans to visit the war memorials in the national national in washington dc Yes. And it is very fun. I went on it um, in 2018, and I'm going on it again. Yeah. That was a long time um, ago. Yeah. I'm going to go take lots of pictures. I'm pumped. Mm-hmm. 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 And uh, it should be a great opportunity. It was, you know, who knows what all has changed in the last four years. Right. So I'm curious to see if you'll, you yeah. know. Yeah. We, it's, a, it's a whole, it's a day. It's a whirlwind day. I have to be at the airport at 5.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. And we get home at 8.30 p.m. the same day. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be bonkers. Yeah, I mean, it's a big day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you're paid the whole time. Right? I am paid the whole time. Yeah. And it's funny because <laughs> Sophia and I and some friends are going on an international trip in September. And, you know, that'll, I, we obviously have to be on a plane. And um, several times. And... The only experience I have being on a plane is through these honor flight trips. Mm-hmm. And the experience is so different than like a regular flight Commercial flights. Yeah. Because we don't go through security. You can take whatever you want on the plane. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Just pop on on and yeah. it doesn't matter. It's just you and a bunch of other yep. journalists and yep. veterans. Lots and just... of veterans. Like a hundred of them. And they all have, they have guardians that go with them. Usually it's like a fam- family member, family member, or someone they know, or a caretaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. or you already said that, didn't you? I don't Maybe know. I, don't know. I don't know. That'll be fun. I'm excited about it. Yeah, yeah. I got to get some a book queued up on my Kindle to go, and mm-hmm. gotta figure out what I want to read. But how have you been? <laughs> Good. Um, we haven't seen each other much. We haven't. I. We had the play last weekend, and that was so good. Yay! We had a lot of fun, uh, a lot of giggles. We have, uh, it was funny because there was a scene, one of the scenes that I was in with um, another girl. She was supposed to hand me items in a certain order, and the first night of the show, she she handed me the last item (laughs) third, and I was like, and I took it from her and I put it under my arm and then I put my hand out again and I'm like, and she goes, what? And I go, give me the horn. And she goes, oh God. Oh 
Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I'm just... going to save this for later. The horn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. I just like took it, put yeah. it, like I just, yeah. and then put my hand straight back out and she was confused. Yeah. And I was like, I love watching her just like silence. stick her face in there and just yeah. like, hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Whoop. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I went on Saturday. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And it was a really great show. And it was funny because one of the gals that was in the show, uh, herself and her, uh, two of her kids were in it. And uh, she came in to the library today and she's like, man, it's weird not seeing you three times a week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it, it is, actually. It is. You know, just getting those... I felt that way about when your show was, Mm -hmm. and we were done, and I was like, oh. Yeah. Now I won't see these people again for a very long time. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. the the gal who played one of the lean roles in our last one came into the library today, and I was like, hey, oh my god, forever. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. So, it's great. I'm exhausted, though. I really, um, I'm good for a while for theater. Yeah. And the, the show they're doing this next fall... Uh, hopefully we'll have a cast that is older. So I'm hoping... <laughs> I'm hoping they don't recruit me for the cast. Right. When this music... this It's a musical. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be about old women. Okay. And I'm... Listen. I mean... Depending on what month they do it in, I'm not even going to be 30 yet. <laughs> Let's be honest. They'll probably do it in October. Yeah. They just put some a wig on you and some... Makeup, they can make you look old. I don't want to look old. I don't want to look old. I don't want to be old. I don't want people to think I'm old. I'm fine. Oh, God. I'm aging great. Gracefully and everything. Perfect. All of the above. I got a haircut today and I was like, hey, um, hairstylist, should I start dyeing my hair? Because I have have gray hair. Yeah. Like, she's like, no. I'm like, cool. Thanks. Because I have have gray hair and it's upsetting. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll dye your hair. And she's like, well, you know, I, you, don't, if you don't really want to. Like, you haven't really committed. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. I'm kind of wishy-washy about it. Oh, and she's like, you don't really have that much. And I was like, I have some, though. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, there. <laughs> I'm 33 years old. I don't need, I shouldn't be having this much gray hair. Fun fact. What? My grandmother had white hair before, like, 25. Oh, God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But, like, by the time she was 25, she had, like, two or three kids. Oh, So, like, well, can you imagine, though, like, how great it might be? grandma or something. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I no. Thank God you don't have kids, because I have a feeling, like, yes. if you did, gray. Yeah. I mean, my job already causes me to have gray hair, so, like, I can yeah. imagine having children. Yeah. <laughs> like, in general. Yeah. <laughs> no, thanks. Well, thank you. You're like, dad, no. <laughs> Freaking, okay. So I went over to my parents' house the other day. And like, I think my dad forgot how old I was. Because I'm just naturally just like, I'm a child always. And you're the youngest. Yeah, your, I'm the baby. Children. And I, was, children, I said something siblings. about like being 33. And he goes, you're 33? I was like, yeah. <laughs> Last time I checked. Like, unless you told me the wrong birth Yeah, year. and I'm like, I saw my birth certificate. Like, no, I'm 33. And he goes, so when you... So when are you going to start working on giving us some more grandchildren? And I, like, looked at him. What? <laughs> I'm like, Dad, I don't want kids. And he goes, oh. My, my mom, it's always like a joke for, with us. We, my, we went to South Dakota as, like, the three of us. 
on vacation, like when I was in college, mm-hmm. and there was a a sign on a hotel that said "Kids Stay Free," and all I saw was "Kid Free," and I was like, "I want to stay at that hotel," <laughs> or like, "I'm gonna start a kid free hotel." So now, like, that's a thing. My mom goes, "She doesn't. She was gonna start a kid free hotel. She doesn't like kids." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, mom, you actually pay attention. My father does not. <laughs> like, of course not. Yeah. What? What?" about me would be like oh yeah i think she'd want kids no i do not no i'm kid free thank you very much well and it's like <clears throat> don't try to pressure me into having children father right and also you already have grandkids sir yeah you have from grandkids. other ch- siblings of yours yes you have three of them fruits of your brother's loins. yes they're great we all love them yes they're it yeah, that's all you're gonna get mm-hmm. be happy with that mm-hmm. high five <laughs> <laughs> big thumbs up yeah Yes. I was irate. And I was like, really? I hate those conversations. It makes me feel really awkward. So I'm just like, yeah. Um, no, thank you. No, I don't want children. Thanks. Thank you. It's <laughs> just me and my plants. <laughs> it gives you the freedom, though. You can spend your money on what you want. Yeah. You can spend your time how you want. Yeah. Like, I'm just not a person. I'm not like a nurturing. Style. Yeah, I'm not a motherly nurturing person. I don't want kids. Okay, I. No, no, thank you. No. Yeah. Oh, and that like gets into what the world's going on right now, and I will light a fire. <laughs> Do you know? I mean. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I obviously, know. you know. But like, <laughs> Jesus. I, Jesus. I, oh. Anyway, we're not gonna get into that. No. But also, the reason we have to record late is because my nephew was yes. baptized yesterday. Yes into my brother's church and he asked me and one of my sisters to be sponsors and so i kind of had to go instead of staying (laughs) coming here to record the podcast kind of had a responsibility yes yeah so we did that we had lines like like he had had a stand up there and he was like okay i'm gonna say this and you guys are gonna respond with this and we were like what i didn't know i had to Act speak today yeah yeah it's like so then we're supposed to say like we present insert first and middle name here uh-huh. for baptism and so we were like and then like we practiced it like he had, it, he had us repeat it to him three times because we never got it right because my nephew's name actually starts first middle and last name all start with the, with the same letter mm-hmm. and so we were just getting tongue-tied. Oh, no. And so we were like, and we were also only first to middle, but like you get started with the first two, you want to see the third. Yeah, because it just flows. <sighs> <laughs> and so then we it got to like, it got to the show. It was like showtime. He was like, all right, who presents this child? And then he looks at us and we go, and luckily they had like a screen. Like it's one of those modern churches that had yeah. a, a screen mm-hmm. of the script and at one point in time, he was like, you know, when we were rehearsing, it's going to be on the screen if you can turn your head a little bit and look. And we were like, oh, thank God. And we both like go like, like we just corner <laughs> of our eyes. Like we present name, name for baptism. <laughs> it's incredibly awkward. Oh, my and God. And then. Okay. So religion's crazy. Because then. Agreed. He talks about. He's like. He does the baptism, and then afterward he did, like, they lit, because this was, like, Wednesday night church for these people. Mm-hmm. Um, they do, like, two on Sunday and one on Wednesday, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it was just, like, a regular church service, very short, like, less than 30 minutes for the whole thing. And he, he's like, 
basically baptism like your your child was is was like we killed the old him we killed him and now he's reborn through christ or something along those lines and like it was like <laughs> i'm sorry and like it was funny because like all my nieces and nephews were there you know and, yeah. and like, a couple of the kids go <gasps> behind my brother and his wife and the baby you know and and then next to my mother and my sister the other sponsor sister and I just go and then I go (laughs) I just come from my mouth and laugh because like who says that oh oh my god like so like he's we had, dead, we like killed he's this dead, baby and now he's back. And now to life. he's been reborn into the Christian faith. His body like, belongs to Christ. Oh my God! <laughs> like, you can't just say that. And like my sister in law is just like, just, like looking down. Like it's like one of those things where you just hold your baby a little yeah, bit closer. Like, like don't look at my child, please. Never say that again, ever, ever, ever. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So it's just the strangest thing. I love it. Religion is weird. <laughs> mm. Organized religion is weird. I agree. So that was that was yesterday. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, friend. Yeah. Have you been reading any books? I actually did read one book. Did you? I finished. Ironically, this kind of like blends in with our topic of today. Um, I finished My Mechanical Romance by... Um, um, Alexane Farrell Falmouth. It was an arc I received from NetGalley. I, I think it was one you could just like click and it's just like, just read. You didn't have to actually request it, Mm. but it was about like battle bots. And so like, I have not read like a YA, like STEM battle bots. Mm -hmm. Ironically, um, the author also wrote the Atlas six. Oh, really? Because Olivia Blake is their pen name. Okay. And I So they have two different genres. I strongly dislike the Atlas Six. And I realized that after I finished this, but I actually really liked this book. I thought it was very cute. It was very cute. I liked that it was, you know, about girls in STEM in... Nerds. (laughs) It was so nerdy. And... You know, about discrimination against women in, like, science. I thought that it was a really good conversation about that. And it was, like, this cute little romance between these two little nerds. And it was so cute. Oh, my goodness. Um, I did write a Is it an adult romance? No, it is YA. They are seniors in high school. Um, I was very surprised how quickly I got, like, pulled into the plot. Because it's just, I don't know. I've been reading a lot of YA recently for some reason. You're welcome. And it's not... I like YA, but I I read mostly adult now. Yeah. But, like... I just forgot how cute YA is sometimes, <laughs> and it was just so cute. The main character, oh god, what's her name? Uh, Belle. She's new to this school, and she's really odd. <laughs> and but she's like really smart. And her teacher in her physics class is like, "Hey, I think you're too smart for this class. You're just gonna get bored, and you're gonna get in physics class. In a physics, she's not. She has to go to AP physics. Ah. Oh, okay. And so they take her out, and then she wants her to. Um, try to get on this robotics class, like robotics team, where they build battle bots and they fight them, and it's just like the cutest fucking thing you ever heard in your entire life. And um, 
the other main character, his name is Teo. I think it's short for Mateo. He's an odd duck. Also, he's like the product of very rich, successful parents. And so he lives in like in a mansion and no big deal, no big deal. But, um, he's the leader of this team and people put a lot of pressure on him to be perfect and to be like the person that they all need him to be. So it's also a good conversation about that kind of pressure from your family and from your friends and conversations about like being unique and figuring out who you are. And it's just, it was just so cute. I really liked it. I did give it four stars. I didn't quite give it five. I give it like four and a half. I think I gave it five on um, Goodreads. Because again, Goodreads doesn't let you have half stars. Because there was, I think Teo's mom is super weird. Uh, I think he has a weird relationship with his mom. And there was a part where she called him a hot nerd. And I was like, ma'am, I never want you to call your son hot ever again. It's disgusting. Please don't do that. <laughs> yeah. So I just thought that was weird. <laughs> but... The writing style took some getting used to. um, Because it's told, like, as the characters are talking to you, telling you what happened. Sort of. Mm -hmm. Weird vibe. But you just kind of get used to it after a while. I'm very surprised I liked it as much as I did. Mm -hmm. Because I hate the Atlas Six with the passion. I'm so sorry. It's okay. (laughs) It's just that it's a very popular, like, book. Talk book. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like... No, thank you. Mm, good. I'm so good. Nice. That's the only book that I have finished. I am currently reading I Kissed Shara Wheeler by Casey McQuiston. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you probably finish it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I am liking it so far. I wish it was adult, but that's just me. <laughs> um, yeah. I think this is Casey's first Mm-hmm. Dip into young adult. I believe so. Yes, because red, white, and royal blue. Yeah, but they're all New adult. adult. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Like I didn't like know what it was about. I didn't either. Because I just was like, oh, cool, Casey. Like I'm gonna read it regardless. Right. So it's actually taking me a bit to get into it because I just mm-hmm. find Shara Wheeler to be such a dumb fucking character right now. Because I'm just Shara like, or is it Shara? No, it's uh, Chloe. Is the it... yeah? Chloe's... It's yeah, I know. Oh, okay. I just think. I don't know. I'm only like 60 pages into it, but I'm just like, oh. does Shara like shine gold? Does gold leak out of her pores? Like, yeah. Yeah. And that pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> but I'm, yes. only, I'm barely into it. Yes. Yeah. Um, I did finish that. Mm-hmm. That was my most recent finish. I read it very quickly. <laughs> Yeah, because I checked out the book from the library, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, yeah, I gotta finish this, and then I'll get to that. And all of a sudden, you're like, well, I'm 14 chapters in. And I was like, I'm, what? <laughs> How? I listened to it while I played a game on my phone. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, I just couldn't put it down. I love, I don't love this story. Yeah. I love Casey McQuiston. I love Casey's writing style. Mm-hmm. I love how mm-hmm. just... Things are presented and written. Oh, and, and they're so funny. It's yes, so funny. it's so funny. And, like, just the the world that is painted. Mm-hmm. And I think it does bring up so much good, like, it brings up good conversations about how toxic, uh, like, religious schools are. Like, high schools yeah. that are. So this takes place. Okay. Yeah. Let's, so this is, this story is about. 
Chloe Green. It's told from, from Chloe's perspective. And she moves with her moms from Southern California to this Alabama town that one of her mothers is from because there was a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there's a reason. <laughs> For Duh. a reason. Everyone has a reason. They nah. just didn't move back. Um, and she's at this high school. She's a senior. And basically her, she has the entire high school career. She, I think she moved to this town when she was a freshman. And her entire high school career, this girl, Shara Wheeler, who is the principal's daughter, has just always been this like rival of hers. And Shara's always perfect. Mm-hmm. And Shara has the perfect car and the perfect boyfriend and the perfect family and the perfect house and the perfect everything. Yeah. And it's like, it comes in as like the day after prom. And Shara Wheeler pulled Chloe like into an elevator, I think the day before prom or something like that, and kissed her. And I can't even remember if she like told her something or something like that that gave her I a hint. I don't think so. I, I think she, she just kissed her. Yeah. Is that it? Mm-hmm. It, you know, I think it comes in on like her, Chloe breaking into Shara's house to, to find a clue because it's been like a few days after prom and Shara is gone. Yeah. Or maybe even the day after prom. Like she was at prom. They announced that Shara won prom queen and then like. Charged she left. wasn't she was there. Not there. She wasn't even there when yeah. they like announced it, and yeah. no one could find her. Like her, her car is gone. She's gone. No one knows where she went. And uh, Chloe and Shara's next door neighbor boy and um, Smith. His name is Smith. Her well, boyfriend. and her boyfriend's name is Smith, Rory. and Rory is the next door neighbor. Yep. And they all were kissed by Shara Wheeler within like a few days or the day of mm-hmm. um, prom and they're like, well, what does this mean? Like, obviously she kissed her boyfriend, but right. like right. it was just like the finality of it and it was very like, why are you kissing me? And so yeah. this is them like trying to figure out where, where Shara went. Yeah, and there's like a bunch of clues that Shara is leaving behind. Yes. Taking them on this like adventure. Pink envelopes. Yeah. I love the cover. The cover is I love the colors. Wonderful. I love everything. Yes. I just find the idea. Yes. And it's funny because it actually mentions something about, because um, did you ever read or watch the She mentioned Paper John Tons? Green. I know. And I, <laughs> and I was like, Casey, this is very meta. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. So and I was I'm like, like this well, is Paper okay, Towns. Well, this is Paper Towns. Well, this is, you know, and, and, and this is Casey acknowledging that it's yeah. similar to pa- yeah. Paper Towns. Yeah. But I think it's so different as well. Mm-hmm. I have never read Paper Towns, but I did watch the movie. I read Paper Towns. I know there's going to be good, obviously, like you said, like good discussions about perfection in like a, you know, pressure from your parents and your family and your yes community to be perfect and not mm-hmm. be the person that you really want to be, which, mm-hmm. I, which I'm sure is what Shara's going through and yes. what she's trying to mm-hmm. get them to discover about her because she can't tell them herself, yes. I guess. Yes. So, but and right now I'm just like, yeah. And there's, there's so much more as well. Yeah. Uh, Chloe has a great friend group. And yes. I love her friends. Her friends are her great. Her friends are so great. They remind me so much of Heartstopper. It's wonderful. I know, right? Yeah. And they were, they're just, and I think that's another thing that, that brought me in as well. And I was just like, where the fuck is this bitch? 
<laughs> yeah. But in all honesty, Chloe kind of irritates me. Yeah. I I yeah. don't love her. Um, yep. I get that. I get very frustrated with her. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Casey is just, I think, I mean, I think Chloe is a character you're supposed to not like. Yeah. I just, you know, you're not, I, you're not, you don't have to like every main character. And right. I don't think Casey necessarily wants us to like Chloe. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I really don't like Chloe right now. Yeah. I also don't like Shara and I don't really like any of them <laughs> except yeah. for her friend group. Yeah. I really love like Smith and Rory and all the friends, mm-hmm. but Chloe and Shara kind of suck. So that's, that's just me. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I don't know if it's just me not liking like the adventure trip we have to go on to figure out i'm like what is this why are we doing this mm-hmm. this is this is I'm a lot mm-hmm. but i'm i'm but i really love, love the third it. act hmm. okay um just have to get there <laughs> yeah yeah okay but i read it like i just yeah. like i said it what really helped me was the the, the audiobook mm-hmm. is read by natalie Nottis, whom we love and that really helped as well because yeah. you know mm-hmm. i'm just just vibing with natalie as yeah. we're reading this book together yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was really great and uh yeah that's wonderful it also talks a lot about um religious trauma and the the pressures and the double standard there's so much in in places like that um or oftentimes in places mm-hmm. like that and mm-hmm. not going to say that they all are like that right. but the willow grove willow grove christian academy oh, sorry <laughs> even the is, idea of the christian academy makes me vomit yeah <laughs> and uh i just you know there's stuff that happens early on and then like you discover something toward the end and you're like oh, that's what was going on when they were you know mm. doing the mission impossible shit mm-hmm. and like ah, ha, 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 ha. Mm-hmm. so interesting yeah and a lot of just i just like the way casey creates characters yes i think they do a great job of making them realistic and mm-hmm. representative of real people and i just i love i love it well and and these and and the great thing is like the 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 great amount of of self discovery that these characters even go through just within the uh, like two months. Mm-hmm. She's know? gone two months. No. Oh my god. This, I, like, I think this book. Dude. You know, like from page one to the end, because it like counts down. At like it's like oh this many days to graduation. Shara's been gone this many days, and I was like, oh, she's gone two months. That can't be good. <laughs> Jesus, you're a senior in high school, girl. Who knows? <laughs> oh my god, I'm telling you nothing. But <laughs> yeah, but bravo, Casey. I mean, yay. As their first like yeah. young adult, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. bravo. Yep, I gave it five stars because it's Casey. Right, because it's Casey. Yeah. <laughs> Like one last and episode. I love their artist. Like this is very different than their normal artist cover artist. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there it it was more, you know, and maybe it's just because it's a young adult title, right? Look how green her eyes. That's so beautiful. It is beautiful. It's like the background green. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But the uh, yeah, the cover. You know, the other ones are were very, you know, like illustrated Rami com. You know, yes. And this is more realistic yeah. illustration. So yep. that was super fun. Yay. I also finished Crown of Midnight, which mm-hmm. is number two in the Throne of Glass series ah. by Sarah J. Mass. Ah. 
I did listen to the audiobook. It was the same narrator as Elizabeth Miller? Elizabeth Evans. Oh, I was the close. narrator. I was close. You were. Can't really get much into the what is happening. Right. Since it's yes. like a not But we have second. you know, our main character again. Like you said, the the second book in the series is far different than the first book. Um, you know, different threats, but you know, basically this kingdom has magic has been banned and uh it's kind of the evolution of these characters in this world that magic has been banned and taken away and yeah nice and then i did actually finish because i don't think i finished it when we record by the time we recorded last week but a marvelous light Mm -hmm. by freya marski i think you considered it finished because you were like i have i want to be done i mean i I did (laughs) yeah i I just so rarely dnf Mm mm-hmm but I probably could have or would have. I bummer. just don't know why I didn't like it. That's but... a bummer. Not every book is for everybody. Exactly. Oh, so. well. Sad. Yeah. I'm also reading, I forgot. <laughs> I think that said something about this book when I forgot and I was reading it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Love at First Spite by Anna E. Collins. I'm listening to the audiobook. I think that's the only way I could get through this book. Let me tell you how dumb it says. Okay. This girl was, like, set to be married to this guy. And he cheats on her with their real, est- real estate agent as they're going to buy this, like, new house. And he's, I'm like, sorry, they're rich. dating? They're engaged? They were engaged, set to be married. And, like, as they were buying a house together, he cheated on her. She caught them together with their real estate agent. What and the so they break up, obviously. And... There's a plot of land next to that his his house now. And she... Like, she was going to help him buy this house. Because she's like, I saved money. And he just bought it without me. I was like, well, okay, cool. And so she's like, well, what am I going to do with this money? I'm like, you could buy your own house. Nope. Instead... Oh, and she's like an architect. She's an interior designer. She works for like an architecture company. And she instead decides to buy the plot of land next to his house. And she wants to build something there. Just to spite him. So he has to look at her all the time. And like she can be there. But instead of buying. Like building a house. Next to her ex. She's like building a vacation house. Like an Airbnb. And to build this house. She hires an architect. Not hired. But like. It's a whole thing. Works with an architect from her company. His name is Wyatt. They have like a. The beginning love they, they hate each other sort of thing and now they start working with each other to build this airbnb mm-hmm. while she's living with this old woman in like a room she's just renting a room for an old woman because she doesn't have a house so instead of i don't know using that money to like buy a but home for herself for herself she's Obviously, the love stories between Wyatt and whatever the hell her name is i don't remember the other the main character mm-hmm and it's like an enemies to lovers, but I just think it is so dumb. <laughs> oh no! Did you say who the author was? Sorry, Anna E. Collins. I'm forty percent into it, and I don't like it. Oh no! Yeah, I think it's very stupid. But the cover drew me in. I've waited for it on Libby yeah. for a while. Like the like it's cute. The cover's cute, and it's like giving me rom com vibes. You know, it's cute. Yeah. It, I feel like it kind of wanted to be like the Spanish love deception a little bit because mm-hmm. like it's kind of got the Aaron Blackford vibes, you know, yes. of him. But, yes. But, but not. Not. But not. Not. I don't oh, like it and I don't no. want to finish it. 
You are allowed to DNF. I know, but I haven't even gotten to a single sex scene yet, and I'm, I need. I feel like I need to. Yeah, like is it going to be worth it to finish? Let's, right. Let's. Yeah, see. I want to judge by the sexy scenes if it's going to be worth it. So far, I'm voting no. <laughs> That's just me. It's not great, but again, it's probably just me. Let me look at the ratings. Well, no, it's got a 3.5 average rating, so it's not super great. I mean, no one's going to judge you if you DNF. Just wait till the next, just get to first one and see what happens. Yeah. And it was like blurbed by, well, I don't know who that is, but um, Ashley Winstead, who wrote In My Dreams I Hold a Knife, reviewed it, Mm -hmm. you know, because probably asked authors that they knew to review it or whatever, and she was like, it's so great. Is it? Is it? <laughs> Did you read it? Because <laughs> I don't sure. like it. I don't think I like it. Mm. Yeah, I just don't like not finishing a book. Yeah. No, I completely understand. I yeah. I finished uh, that marvelous yeah. light one, yeah. and just I would have been okay if I didn't. <sighs> I bumped it up to two point three speed on on Libby. <laughs> just, to, just to plow through it. <laughs> Oopsies. Yeah. Today I did also start, sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, Gold Diggers by Sanjana Safian. Oh, that's our book club book. That is our book club book. Oh, fart. It is narrated by Rama Valuri. Okay. (laughs) It's just not what I thought it was. Like, it was like Gold Diggers. And I was like, oh, it's going to be about, like, people digging for gold. And I need to read, I need... Listen, yeah, I need to get into the habit I of reading what books are about before I start them. Before I start them. And this one has a 3.62 on Goodreads. Listen, it was on a list of books to read. So did you read what it was about before you picked it or did you just pick it? Listen, I, I picked these pick. like a, a year in advance. Okay. So I forget in the meantime. Right, right. But, you know, it's okay. I'm going to read the synopsis. An Indian-American magical realistic coming-of-age story spanning two continents, two coasts, and four epochs in a razor-sharp and deeply funny prose, Safian captures what it is to grow up as a member of a family of a diaspora diaspora and the American... Meritocracy. Meritocracy. Jesus. I don't know most of the words. Come on, guys. (laughs) A floundering second generation teenager growing up in the Bush era Atlanta suburbs. Neil (laughs) Narayan is authentic, funny, and smart. He just doesn't share the same drive as everyone around him. His perfect older sister is headed to Duke. His parents' expectations for him are just as high. He tries to want this version of success, but mostly Neil just wants his neighbor across the cul-de-sac, Anita Dayal. But Anita has a secret. She and her mother, Anjali, have been brewing an ancient alchemical... What? (laughs) Okay. Alchemical? Yeah, no, they're brewing a potion. Okay. From stolen gold that harnesses the ambition of the jeweler's original owner. Anjali's own mother is in Bombay didn't waste the precious potion on her daughter, favoring her sons instead. Well, that's bullshit. Anita, on the other hand, just needs a little boost to get into Harvard. But when Neil, who needs a whole lot more, joins in the plot, events spiral into a tragedy that rips their community apart. Ten years... This is long. Ten years later, Neil is an oft-stoned Berkeley history grad 
student studying the California gold rush. His high school cohort has migrated to the Silicon Valley where he reunites with Anita and resurrects their old habit of gold theft. Okay, only now the stakes are higher. Anita's mother is in trouble and only gold can save her. Anita and Neil must pull off one last heist. Gold Diggers is a fine-grained, profoundly intelligent, and bitingly funny investigation into questions of identity and coming of age that tears down American shibboleths. What does that mean? I don't know! Listen. Listen! You guys have to choose the books from now on. Like, fuck you! It's this hard! It's I hard! Know it's hard. Books. I understand! <laughs> because it's an Indian American. So, like, like Native Indians. Yeah. But it's a coming-of-age story, and it's a lot about, like, the expectations the parents put on, you know, teenagers. Uh-huh. And oftentimes, that second generation or, you know, immigrant into the United States from another country. So, currently reading that. It's uh-huh. all right. Uh-huh. It's just, like... I don't know why. Very I unexpected. I completely that forgot what it was about. They're brewing an ancient potion. Yeah. Stolen gold. Yeah. They brew it into lemonade. Weird. Mm-hmm. Weird. I have yeah. to get it red. We have to get it red in a week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm 30... What was it? 35% in? Yeah. 36%. I don't have, I don't have the audiobook this mm-hmm. time, so I will You're be... You're gonna need it. So that's exciting. Yeah. More lots of books to read. And, and you know what? Might end up liking it. Very true. And I hope Book Club does. We shall see. I don't know why I chose it. I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it just popped up on a list and I was like, cool, let's read it. <laughs> I don't even know when it came out. April 6th, 2021. Mm-hmm. I don't even know like what books to suggest. Because I've suggested a couple. Yeah. And we've read them. Yeah. I just don't... But, like, also, I don't want to, like, do a book for book club and then have it be a book that I already read. Right. Or someone else has already read. Right. And then everyone, like, you know, it's like, oh, well, that, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like whoever suggested it has to, like, do a reread or, right. you know. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. That's what I'm reading. That's what I read. Yeah. I know I don't want to read next, but I have a bunch of books that I bought when Audible had a sale, mm-hmm. like King of Scars, In Neon Gods, uh-huh. and Ace, mm. and I want to read those eventually. Someday. Well, and it's like right now I'm in a weird place where I don't have to read anything. Well, I have to read like. We don't have any assigned readings. Yeah, and I'm just kind of nice. like, I'm just kind of like poking around. I'm like, what do I want to read? I don't even know. What am I in the mood for? Right. Which leads me sort of to our topic for today. Um, It's funny because we wanted to take sort of a week off. Not a week off, but like from our assigned reading, we've had several weeks of of books that we've chosen to read. Like two months. Yes. (laughs) Two and a half months. March Reading Madness. We went into Priory of the Orange Tree. Then we went into our book swap. And then now we're here. We're like a little burnout. Yes. Um... So 
we were it's like, okay, so we'll, just, pressure. well, let's figure it out. We kind of left here. We're just like, we'll figure it out. And then. <laughs> well, we had planned on doing something else. Yeah. I was like, we can do like a book tag or like we can do something yeah, lo- we, really low key. Yeah. And Which so are then, so fun. They're too. very fun. And then somehow you were like, let's just do Neck Alley. Well, because I, I yes. okay. unbeknownst to you. I was shocked. I was shooketh. So shooketh. As the kids say. I was shooketh. <laughs> The kids probably don't say that anymore. So, like. <laughs> so last, we recorded last Thursday. Yes. But the Monday before, unbeknownst to you, yeah. I had signed up for Neck Alley. Yeah. And then I sent you a message on like Friday and I was like, hey, I got to fucking book a Neck Alley. And you and were like, like, excuse me? I was like, excuse me, when, number one, when did you sign up for Neck Alley? And what did you get? What did you get? <laughs> I was like, excuse me, you didn't tell me? Yes. So, I write. as a person who already had a NetGalley account, yes. I would love for you to explain what NetGalley is. Okay. And then, yeah. kind of, I can fill in, I can ask questions and let you clarify for those who might not know. I've got the Wikipedia page up. Cute. It was created in 12, nope. It was created in 2008. It is a website that publishers use. To connect with reviewers, um, bloggers, librarians, um, podcasters, podcasters, like booksellers, just and like people in the book community. For a very long time, it was only e-book editions, and you sign up for an account, and you request like the titles. It has. So many titles on there that you that are books coming out. Yes. And, and yes. And beyond that, you fill out like what your occupation is, I think. Yeah. And then so or like you, why why do you want books? Yes. And then a bio. Yeah. So you sign up for an account, you fill out your bio, and then you can go in and request books. Literally anyone can do it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be anybody. You can just be a regular draw off the street and you can get it. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know how I heard about it, but I have been a member since 2017. So it's been a hot minute. And at first, I really didn't understand what was going on. I was like, ooh, I can get free books? Like, oh, cool. Like, <laughs> that's not what the purpose, Morgan. Like, get you a bill. <laughs> I might as well just go to a library. Yeah. No, oh, what? That's crazy. <laughs> and the publishers, you know, look at your profile and decide if they want you to have that book to review it. Give it an honest review and put it out in your different whatever you, you know, yes. website, your Goodreads, your blog, your podcast, yes, whatever, to get the word out about this upcoming book. And I think it is so cool. I have gotten some really exciting titles on there before. And so now you're on it, which is very exciting. Yes. And because now they have also expanded to allow audio to do audiobook mm-hmm. arcs, which I think is awesome. Something that should have been done a long time ago. But I feel like audiobooks are kind of getting a resurgence recently in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense to do that and not just be, you know, ebooks, but also include right, audiobooks. Right, which is very, you know. Yes. Um, ableist. ableist. Yes. Thank you. I was like, there's a word. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great for a lot you know a lot of publishers it also lets them connect to reviewers and you review the book on NetGalley and then it also allows you to connect 
like your podcast episode or and it connects to your Goodreads account. It'll automatically update your Goodreads account and that feedback goes back to the publisher to let you know that they did it. Hey, cool. I did my job. And right. <laughs> it gets the word out about the book that you like or don't like or whatever. Mm-hmm. So are you, you know, more likely to get more arcs the more you get arcs? You know what I mean? Like the more feedback you give them? Yes. I think so. The goal, what I've always understood is that you want to have your feedback ratio to be around 80%. So... That's like the the point that the publishers look at and they're like, well, you obviously see this person is reviewing the books that they get. They're actually doing it. They're not just like getting them and reading them and then moving on, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mine currently is at 74 because for some reason I've gotten a lot of arcs recently. Um, it's a lot, guys. It's a lot. It can be a little overwhelming, especially when you go on like a spree of requesting and all of a sudden they're all like there approved and you're like oh god i gotta read all read all of these a lot of publishers i mean they look at you have to include usually like in your bio you include like you know i'm a podcaster with pages and pages we have a listener average of this many per episode Mm -hmm. if you have um an instagram account you'll be like you know i have this many followers and then they'll you have to include a link where they will also i'm assuming publishers will also like check out and see like what your engagement is to mm-hmm. see that you know people are actually commenting and posting and you know you connect your blog and blah 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 blah. so like they have they allow, allows them to see that you are in the book community and doing it in a way that like lets people see right you're not just you're doing it for free books yes which i mean free books is great i do like getting ebook arcs because it doesn't take space space on my bookshelf <laughs> <laughs> because I have so many books already that mm-hmm. I'm just like I do love getting like I've never gotten one from a publisher before have I? <gasps> that's a lie <gasps> I have I it was like one that I signed up for on Facebook it was like do you want a copy of this book? just sign up and I was like okay and did I read <laughs> it? no <laughs> oh no because it was like a high fantasy book that I was like I don't want to read that why did I sign up for it? <laughs> I don't oops even remember what it was called but <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. But um, that I haven't won on Goodreads because the only reason why I've gotten ARCs is from winning them on Goodreads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So I did find... Are you curious what my feedback ratio is? Is it zero? It's zero. Yeah. <laughs> and I I don't know how you build that up other than like one person gives you a chance and they're like, well, here is an ARC. Mm-hmm. I can see your, I don't know what you did for your profile. If you did like, I'm a librarian director. I'm a librarian director. I'm a library director. And, you know, right, I right. obviously curate our yeah. collection. Do you want me to go through maybe my yeah, profile? Sure. Yeah. So what I put on here, it starts off with like, about you. So I put our, my, my category is media. Mm-hmm. And then I put, uh, it says public. And then at pages and pages. And then podcast. Yeah. For my categories, I put comics, graphic novels, manga. Like that was a category. General fiction, LGBTQIA, new adult, romance, teen and YA. Like kind of a lot of the topics that I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. And then I put, and then underneath that there was another topics. And I put, and when the option was like, (laughs) audiobooks or book club. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, what is this? 
what is this pull down menu? Like, what is this new? <laughs> Who put this here? Why the audiobooks here? book club? Yeah, two options. Yeah, and I was like, well, audiobooks, obviously. Yeah. And then for my bio, I put co-host of Pages and Pages podcast, library director, and I put children's and teens librarian in parentheses. And then I put comma and enthusiastic audiobook reader. Love it. Love it. Love it. And then I linked my uh, Goodreads. Mm -hmm. I thought I did. For some reason I didn't, but it's fine. And then I added a website um, for the podcast, the Anchor FM link. Yep. So... That is what I have. Nice. I requested, I think, two books mm-hmm. right off the bat because the reason I did this is because I was scrolling through Instagram. As you do. As you do. Mm-hmm. And Aiden Thomas mm-hmm. had posted the Sunbearer Trials, number one in the Sunbearer Duology. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, yes, please. Like, you know, I think the post was like, come or hey, everyone, my... You know, the Sunbearer Trials is on neck, neck Alley. And I was like, oh, I want it. Aiden, <laughs> please. Even if it's not an audiobook, I will I will do it. Right. Because Aiden Thomas. Like, hello. Exactly. Hello. Exactly. Yeah. So the idea was to get that. And mm-hmm. then I saw that there was one for... Uh, the newest J.R. Ward book, so Lover Arisen, Black Dagger Brotherhood number 20. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cool, I'll request that too, which is strange I found because that actually came out April 5th. So yeah, I don't a month ago. Right. But I don't know if they were just, maybe that's probably why I got it. So I was like, well, fuck it, who cares if this yeah, bitch reads it? <laughs> it's already out, who cares? It's already out. <laughs> uh, so I was like, oh. Shoot, I I do kind of want to read that, you know, Mm -hmm. and I got it and I was like, fuck, sweet. But that also means I have to read number 19 because I stopped at 18. Right. (laughs) Shoot. Yeah. Shucks. So I just have to read number 19 and then I can read this. Yep. And then I can do my review Mm -hmm. and uh, everything will be right with the world. That's so exciting. It's your first one. We know. Yay. And it says, Neck Alley, we help books succeed. Mm-hmm. Like, aw, Neck Alley. And then I also, then I got the Neck Alley app, mm-hmm. which it's just Neck Alley Shelf, and you just download and listen or read on there. You, I was wondering how you listen to them. Yeah. I can, I think I can just click, I downloaded it. Yeah. Yeah. I have there. the, I have the app too. That's why I found some yeah. audiobooks of my, or so not that, audiobooks, ebooks. What? So that must also be how they... Do it as well. So I'm, I'm curious on what it will be like, because, like, can you still listen at a... At a fast at speed? At a fast speed? Ooh, fast I don't know. Speed? I hope so. Oh, yes. Oh, thank God. Oh, good. So you can go up to, like, up to like, three. You are going to have a rough time, my friend. You can go up to three. Woo! Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> so I'm actually genuinely excited. Uh, 13 hours and 17 minutes, read nice. by Jim Frangione. <gasps> We Which love is, Jim. Oh, we do. And mm-hmm. it's funny because I actually recently started getting targeted ads on Facebook of like... No. Because I follow J.R. Ward on Facebook. Yeah. But I get like getting like targeted ads of like Jim Frangione, like him recording in the booth. And I'm like... Is it because we talk about him on the podcast? And then I don't know. Your phone Hello? picks up on that <laughs> and it's like, oh, Jim Frangione. <laughs> 
Give her the ad. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what it's an ad for. I maybe just be for the newest That's book very or something. Strange. But I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh no, I'm already a fan. <laughs> you know, that's funny. It's like giving me ads for like Audible or you know something like that. I'm like, mm-hmm. I already, I already do that. You don't need to add it. Yeah, you don't I, need, I, need an advertisement. You're wasting your advertising dollars yeah. on me. Like advertise to someone else. Yeah. You already have my business. <laughs> you know? I already pay you money. Yeah. Like, thank you. Or like, okay. like when I get a HelloFresh ad. Like we, like this isn't that. I wish. <laughs> HelloFresh sponsor us. Thank you. Have a good thank day. Thank you. Thank you, HelloFresh. And we've been using HelloFresh for over a year now. Yeah. And like when we get HelloFresh ads, like before we watch a YouTube video. Because yeah. we sit down and watch our YouTube videos together. Because Nick and I are cute. Cute. And like we get a... HelloFresh ad and I'm like and he's like I don't understand why they're advertising to us we already do it we already do it yeah they already have my money also I do have a little bit of beef with HelloFresh why listen okay we get okay if they sponsor us don't listen to this part don't listen to this part (laughs) no but they are okay yeah it's okay though because they have made mistakes in the past where like we haven't gotten an ingredient or something like that we're supposed to get six tortillas. Mm-hmm. We like it's like a little taco meal or whatever it might be. So mm-hmm. we each get three little tortillas, Cute. and then we put our meat or our food in it and eat it with the tortillas. I made Tuesdays. We make tacos. Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. So I made our supper on Tuesday, and I open up the package of tortillas, and I'm doling them out on the little plates. Five. Oh no! I got. Five fucking tortillas. Oh no. I was so mad. So I took the tortilla and I folded it in half and I cut it. (laughs) That way we each got two and a half. And he's like, well, you didn't have to do that. I was like, yes, I did. Yeah, I did. We each get three. Now it's two and a half. (laughs) Hello, Fresh. Come on now. Come on, guys. Come on. And we've even gotten like, there was supposed to be like cilantro in the bag. And it's like an empty baggie that was supposed to have herbs in it. And so, like, they, they are, like... Pretend it's here. <laughs> right. And so they have, like, like they'll... Well, you can put in a complaint or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they'll, you Dear know... Dear HelloFresh, <laughs> you're pissing me off. Yeah. Love but Sophia. Then, <laughs> but then you get, like, so much off the next week's order. Mm. Oh, okay. So, I mean, like, it's just been happening a lot recently. Yikes. Yeah. Right. Oof. I'm fine. <laughs> Dear HelloFresh. <laughs> I am very upset. <laughs> Thank you very much. Have a good day. No big deal. Bite me. <laughs> Just kidding. So. Awesome. How many books? Does it tell you how maybe how many books you've you've gotten? Yes. So. <laughs> Sorry. Back on topic. No, no, you're fine. Um, I wanted to see how many I've been denied. <laughs> oh, no. Because that's funnier. Uh, I have been denied 68 times. You've requested. Yes, and been denied. 68 times. 68 times. That's not that many. It feels like a lot. Um, A lot of them have been from Berkeley. Berkeley has a requirement. You have to have like 10,000 like followers or like subscribers. And that's like their minimum. Jesus. Yeah. And so I just get denied. You hear that, listeners? You hear that? Please. 
recommend us to no oh wait what a bummer what like because i didn't get love on the brain by Allie hazelwood because it's from berkeley and i didn't get (sighs) book lovers by emily henry because it's from berkeley and it's just like i want to read them let me have them (sighs) man but it's fine (laughs) i can wait ironically i got denied for wicked beauty by katie robert even though i'm like her patreon i'm just like come on i give her money i have it yeah give it i think i've gotten 30 i've sent feedback for 32 which is nice yeah my first one was um because that's an addition to your normal reading yeah you know like it's not just like all the time yeah my first one was called one small thing by aaron watt (laughs) did you like it i you know i actually did aaron watt is like a con is like two friends writing together but i don't remember anything about the book to be honest with you Mm -hmm. nothing I got an arc for Dorinda Jones, 11th grade, 11th grade in the Moonlight and The Trouble with 12th grade, and 13th grade. Oh. Wow, the last three in that yeah. series. I got Christina Lauren, a.k.a. Tucker. Um, I got Get a Life, Chloe Brown. Love I it. lost my shit. Yeah. I was just like, you're joking. Who gave this to me? Who thought I would be worthy enough to get Thank this you. book? Thank you. Thank you so much publisher at yes that publisher company my god um i got one to watch by kate stamen london which i loved mm-hmm. the charm well i didn't get the charm offensive from i got that from an email so when you get those emails it's just, just like someone found your email i honestly don't know how these people found me <laughs> but i appreciate it <laughs> they so are that's on, not through neck no, at all they are from the publisher Mm -hmm. A marketing specialist from the publisher emails me and is like, hey. And their name is Morgan too, right? There's a Morgan, there's an Isabel, and I think it's just those two. Yeah. I'm like, who, how did you find me? Thank you. Thank you. And it's not even like my like nice email. It's like my shit one that like I've I've had since I was like 12. And it's like, how did you get this email? (laughs) That email. Yes. Like no clue. But then, I, like, my most recent one was See You Yesterday by Rachel Lynn Solomon. Mm-hmm. Lost my shit. Um, Funny You Should Ask by Alyssa Sussman. Oh, that was from an email, too. Um, so those people sent me a link to the like, boop, boop, boop. NetGalley page that I can just download it. Okay. So, yeah. So those were unsolicited. They are unsolicited. So I want to talk about the ones that I have currently. Yes. They have yet to read, yet to read. And, and review them. Yeah. So I have nine. Two of them I have no interest in reading anymore, which is kind of upsetting. Uh, they are oh, old. No. They are older. I've had them since 2020. I don't want to read them anymore. And I don't know how to go about doing that to make them go away. Anyway. Well, I have to review one. I have to re- review my mechanical oh. romance. So I'll have... So, um, I most recent one, after updating my profile to include our podcast, because I hadn't done that yet, I got The Woman in the Library by Sulari Gentile. That was one of the books that we were looking forward to that comes yeah. out this year. It was in our most recent, most recent episode that has a lot of books coming out. Yeah, our uh, second quarter. Yeah, I don't know what the title or number was called, but yep. it is there. Um, I got... Thank You for Listening by Julia Wayland. Nope, no D. Wayland. 
lost my shit with that one yeah. because I love Julia as an audiobook narrator. And I'm really excited to read that. Yes. I can't believe it. Um, also have How to Fake It in Hollywood by Ava Wilder. I've had that since January. It comes out in September. So I have time to read it yet. Mm-hmm. Eight Perfect Hours by Leah Lewis, I think was also sent to me unsolicited. No. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. I don't remember. I've had that since last June because I haven't really wanted to read it. And it also, it's like a winter book and I got sent it in June. So like, doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. I have In the Event of Love by Courtney K. It comes out in September. Nope. August. Um, I clicked that one because there's two women on the cover and it's a romance. <gasps> What's it called again? In the Event of Love. Aww. Mm-hmm. That sounds so cute. And another one that got sent to me in an email, uh, Not Exactly What I Had in Mind by Kate Brooke. That comes out in June. So when they come out that far in advance, I usually I usually like to wait to read them until it's like closer to their release date. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter as long as I probably read it before it comes out. But mm-hmm. yeah. So I have a couple that I'm excited about. They're all on my Kindle. Let's, let's see the ones I've been rejected for recently, shall we? Might as well. So How I do you have, know what you've been rejected? I have one request pending, and that is The Sunbearer Trials by Aiden Thomas. Did you just do that? No, I, I did that in, uh, nope, April 30th. So I did that probably when you told me about it. Oh, I got denied that. That pisses me off. Okay. What it's called that? Bet on It by Jody Slaughter. It was my first audiobook like request. Mm-hmm. They denied me three days ago. What jerks? Jerks. And, and no, they're not jerks. Like, it, no, I know. <laughs> I just said jerks. I was like, dang it. Yeah. But I mean, they also could have met their quota for like how many, re- you know, reviews they wanted to send out or, or how many arcs they want to send yeah, out. Yeah. Or how, you know, a lot of different factors I assume go into it. Because mm-hmm. they do probably send out multiple paper physical copies yes. to people as well. Yes. And then there's so many digital copies they can dole out. I know I talked about I don't want physical arcs, but I also do. You know? Yes. Because of the FOMO. Yeah. I want them. Like, but that it's also... Nice to have physical things. Yeah. But also, fire hazard. <laughs> I already have so many books. Um, I think that also, like, you have to, like, contact somebody at the publisher and be like, hey, I'm this, this, and this. Do you want to send me these books? Like, I think you have to Wink. reach out and do it. Yeah. And I could, I would never do that. Because mm-hmm. then you have to, like, talk about yourself. That's terrible. Yeah. As I say on the podcast where we talk about ourselves. But, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and we want people to like us. Yes, please like us. We're fun. But also, I hate talking about myself. <laughs> I love that. That's great. It is a lot of fun. Yeah. Nat, Nat Galley also has this, I don't know if it's like a offshoot it's called we are bookish it's kind of like their blog sort of thing cute so it has some tips it says everything you want to know about requesting books on netgalley so i wanted to go through them yes please before you request check the pub date and archive date because there's a point where it'll archive it and then i don't know what that means (laughs) yeah because it can no longer be downloaded so once it goes into archive and you haven't downloaded it you're just like sol but if you, so if you've got it. Yeah. 
Like, you've already downloaded your book, and once it goes into archive, it won't matter. Like, you already have it. Okay. So. That's Even though fine. it's downloaded on the NetGalley app. Yeah, it'll still be fine. It's you funny, because, like, it. this book, the Never Been Kissed one that I requested, pub date, 3 May, archive date, 15 mm. May. Mm. Quick. Yeah, that's a quick turnaround. But. My guess is you probably won't get it. No. Thanks. No. <laughs> it's already passed, like. Yeah, I mean, the like. The time it's been out. Well, of course you got the J.R. Ward, JR Ward book, so who the fuck knows? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, the Sunbearer Trials in Thomas. Mm-hmm. Uh, pub date, September 6th. Archive date, September 6th. Like, that's <laughs> fast. Let me have it, Aiden. Well, it's not Aiden. You know, I know, like, but like Aiden would want Aiden, me to have it. Please, we love you. I liked the cover. Maybe they'll. Yeah, <laughs> I usually put because like when you request it, it's like, well, why do you request this book? Cover, author, description. I keep hearing about this book. Let me fucking have it. The end. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you have to click on yeah, why you did you have it. To, why do you want it? I'm like all of them. Please let me have it. Thank you. <laughs> it's just like you push the request and you're just like fingers crossed and like send out good vibes into the universe. And it could be like instant or three years later. <laughs> three years later. Yeah. 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 I know there's no rhyme or reason. There it's none. just kind of whenever they look at it again. I have no idea how it works. Yeah. Whoever the publicist media Maybe people are. Vacation. There's like, oh, well, I'll come back to it this week. And be like, deny, 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 deny. <laughs> Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're never going to read this book. Screw you. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's fine. I love it. Um, Sorry. And no, what's fine. the next tip? <laughs> it says, check approval preferences. This is especially helpful if you're requesting a book from a new-to-you publisher. Visit their page on NetGalley to see their approval preferences. This will give you an overview of what they're looking for when they, when they check a member's profile. I did not know this. If you notice your bio is missing something, you can add it before you request one of their books. Hmm. I didn't know that. <laughs> Consider your feedback ratio. The temptation to request any book that looks interesting on NetGalley can be strong, but it's important to thoughtfully consider if the book is a good fit for you and if you have room on your TBR to read and review it. Every book you access impacts your feedback ratio, a calculated percentage of feedback to approved books and audiobooks. It's an important stat that publishers consider when making approvals. We recommend keeping your feedback ratio close to 80% and checking in on both your feedback ratio and reading schedule before making requests that can help ensure that your percentage stays high. Which makes sense. Yeah. I want to make sure my I'm not overloading myself. Because right. there will be times where I'm just like, let's poke through that galley. Request, 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 request. I'm like, Morgan. Stop. Which is why I'm in the boat that I'm in right now. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> but they all look so good and I want to read them. Right. You know? Yeah. So I went ahead and I clicked on the publisher's profile and approval preferences mm-hmm. for the Macmillan Children's Publishing Group, which is the one who's uh, umbrellaed over the publishing one for the Aiden Thomas book. Okay. It's quite lengthy. Wow. Yeah, it is. Okay. But it says... What? Is there like a TLDR? <laughs> a what? T- too long, didn't read. Here's a, oh. here's a sum up. Here's the... <laughs> Sorry, I was like, what are you talking about? Sorry. <laughs> Life is hard. Um, 
It says that they encourage requests from media professionals, bloggers, booksellers, librarians, and educators, but reserves the right to accept or decline on case-by-case, blah, blah, blah. To receive an MCPG... Macmillan, Macmillan Children's, Children's Publishing, Publishing Group. Yep. Uh, e That's just the ebook. You yeah. must have a way to of distributing your review. Duh. Uh, please provide your email address and the following information in your profile. Nope. <laughs> uh, a direct link to your book reviews. Blah blah blah. Um, if you're a librarian or educator, include the name and address of your library slash school where you work. If you are a bookseller, media professional, blah blah blah, like they want things, please note. Um, MCPG will be releasing a limited number of e-galleys and all titles will be discontinued on NetGalley within one month of publication. Hmm. Interesting. So they don't really have a whole lot, like, in terms of, you know, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Now, in Berkeley's approval preferences, it doesn't tell you but when I get denied and it sends me an email, they say, you suck. No. They say, <laughs> fuck you. Oh, <laughs> we prefer to have people over 10,000, like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, that's rude. Rude. <laughs> that's a lot. It is a lot. Mm-hmm. We can get there, though. I believe in us. Yes. And <gasps> you, listener. <laughs> that's what I tell jab my finger at the mic. <laughs> yeah. Because theirs just say... For the penguin imprints of Berkeley Ace and Daw, they reserve blah 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 blah. Please state, please be certain to state in your profile the number of followers you have on each platform. If there is any relevant information about yourself or the kinds of books you like to review, please also include that in your profile. Please also include a direct link to your book review blog, as well as your Goodreads, Instagram, Twitter, blah 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 blah, blah. email. Hmm. Yeah, so they definitely look at how many people are following you and paying attention to what you're reviewing. They're really limiting to how many people they can even consider. Yeah. Which I don't get as far as like ebook wise. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not like you pay to have it printed. Like I get, you know, only certain people get a physical arc of it. Right. Makes total sense. But like, it's like an ebook. Like, what are you doing? Right. Why? And there's like, I'm not going to obviously distribute it. Right. I can't. No. So I don't understand that at all. It's for me to take a screenshot page by page. I'm sending it to everybody. (laughs) Now see, McMillan has given me things before, but I don't know why they didn't want to give me bet on it. Fine. Just whatever. Fine. No, I'm talking about it. I'm not going (laughs) to cry. That's their preferences. Yeah. I just find it impractical to be like, oh, well, how many are, you know, checking out my blog this month and blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, I get they want to get reviews to people who have a higher influence, who, you know, can get the word out to more people. Yeah. But, like, you also have to acknowledge that people don't have as big of a following. It's just not fair. Well, and how are the people without as big of a following supposed to get traction if they're right. getting nothing? Right. Not nothing good. Because, obviously, the smaller publishers and all that stuff are... You know, have yeah. great stuff. I mean, all this is done for free. Right. All these people are reviewing these books and getting the word out about this for free. For free. So, so what's the problem? Berkeley can calm the fuck down. Honestly. <laughs> I'm bitter about it. It's fine. I can't. 
couldn't tell. <laughs> I still do it. I still am just like, request. Even though I know I'm going to get denied. I do it anyway. Every time. Every single time. Doesn't matter. Oh, there's that Morgan bitch again. Oh, there she Deny. is. Deny. <laughs> She's sure trying her best. And I'm like, yeah. Deny. Flip her off. <laughs> there's a new thing. I don't know. Well, maybe it's new. I haven't seen it before. Uh-huh. You can withdraw. Withdrawal. Withdraw your request. Yes. I did see that when I was looking at so some I might ones do I did that request. with a couple of them because I don't want to review them anymore. Um, who approves requests? Well, this is inter- interesting. Every request is approved by the publisher of the book or the PR firm or author who's hosting it on NetGalley. Some publishers even have more than one staff member granting approvals. In our interview with this person with Little Brown Books, uh, she shared that on her team, publicists are only approving requests on NetGalley for members who identify as media professionals or reviewers on marketing handles, bookseller, librarian, and educator requests. Interesting. That makes sense. That makes sense. How does the approval process work? Um, The same. I was a different person. With a publishing house. I start by looking at the feedback ratio. I sort the reviewer requests and start the approval process with the highest numbers. I want to start to get... When I start to get below 80, I begin reading through bios. I tend to give more attention to the people under 80% because I'm genuinely interested to know why they are requesting the title or what brings them to NetGalley. Oh, that's nice. Hey, yeah. look at the little guy. Yeah. Because mine's at zero. Like, you know, I'm like, that's well, why right. I was just shocked. Because, like, how are you supposed to start when you have zero? Right. Because you start from nothing. Right. So I'm glad that they there are some, you yes. know, like, apparently like, the one that did the J.R. Ward book. It, right. It helps that the book was already published. Right. <laughs> but you also have to be able to work your way up. And how can you do that if people just go, you know, from highest to lowest and, like, people at the lowest don't get shit? Right. So that's not fair to you. Right. What can help my chances of being approved? First, make sure your profile is in good shape. They have some tips, which I can also go through. Mm-hmm. Um, second, work on your feedback ratio. Um, check the approval preferences. And we also recommend reading the reviews in our publishing spotlight series where publishers share what they see. Like, see them profiles. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So let's see what their tips are. Shall we? Indeed. Ten things you should include in your NetGalley profile. Because, like, any, I mean, like I said, anyone can do this. Yeah. You don't have to be a book reviewer. You can just be a regular person who just wants to review books. Review books. And you can. It doesn't matter. As long as you review them. As long as you have some platform to review them on. Like, a Goodreads account. Or you can review them on Amazon. Or, like, whatever. Yes. So they want you to have a profile picture. Mm-hmm. To show you're, like, a real human. Yeah. My profile picture, it won't upload right. Oh no! It's sideways. They rotate it. Now why? It's is like that? a it's like a picture taken like a selfie. Yeah, because it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I I uploaded it and then they rotated it half. Well, like that's very 90 strange. Degrees. I think it's not super user friendly when it comes to that. But like, yeah, I'm gonna have to I get don't... it on on like a computer. Yeah, probably. And try to like edit and yeah. turn it because yeah. like my head doesn't. I don't. I don't look like that. I'm regular. Yeah, I'm up my, and down. My head, just so they know, my head is on. Yes, up and down. <laughs> I'm not sideways. And I didn't do Sorry, that. Like it did that. I'm not being quirky. Yeah, it just did that. <laughs> well, for a long that. time, mine was broken. Like I've had the same picture on there forever. Yeah, and then it just randomly stopped working. So it, I had to upload a new picture. I'm like, why? 
Right. I didn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, I did upload a picture of myself from two years ago, mm-hmm. but I looked really cute that day. I had blue hair. Did you have blue hair? Pink. Oh, pink hair. <laughs> Is it the one on your on your Goodreads? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know the picture. Familiar. Yeah. Thanks. Details about your member type. There are five member types on NetGalley. Reviewers, librarians, booksellers, educators, and media professionals. And publishers have different goals um, for working with each one. Your bio can help to give publishers insight into your role and how you can best help. Nope. How you can best work with them. I could read it, I promise. Make sure, <laughs> make sure to include the department you work in, the events or programs you plan, any purchasing you're in charge of, the outlets you've written for, and more. Librarians, booksellers, and educators, make sure to indicate if you're a member of any professional associations. If you're a reviewer, clearly state where you review your reviews appear. Nice. Yeah. So it's helpful to be like, hey, you know, I buy books for the library. Right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm directly in charge of that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, the books come Well, and I don't me. like how, like, that one publisher wanted me to put, like, my email address, my library's name, and town, and I'm like... For, you know, like for the podcast. Yeah. I like to keep that completely off. Oh, 100%. Because, like, I'm not doing, I don't, this is separate. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want anyone to show up to the library and be like, hey, found found your fucking podcast. I'm going to kill (laughs) you. Blackmail. Sorry, I assume every stranger wants to kill me. (laughs) Well, no, I'm thinking, like, you know, someone, like, this is separate. Yes. From, yeah. you know, and that's why, you know, we don't say the name of our town. Yeah. And just in general, like, one, <laughs> murder. Um, but also... <laughs> but also, because, like, this is a podcast separate from our professions. Yeah. Our professions just happen to be fairly related to... Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll complain about it, but I don't want to tell you where I work. Right. So when they said, like, you had to put your name of your library, I'm like, well... No, but no. thank you. But like your email address should already be associated with your account anyway. So I don't see why you would want it again. And like, I'm not going to put my address in there. No. No. No, thank you. Mm. Have a good day though. Your reviewer resume. No matter what your member type is, chances are that you write book reviews that you publish outside of NetGalley. Make sure you mention where those reviews appear in any places you cross post your NetGalley reviews. If you have a blog or any form of bookish social media, talk about the content, the type of content you create. Book recommendations come in many forms and it's helpful for publishers to see if the books they approve you may also end up in a, in a listicle. Okay. Book to video, bookstagram picture, or more. This is especially important if you're a bookseller, librarian, or educator who also talks about and reviews books outside of your job. Outside of my job. Yeah. Period. The end. If I could get paid to read. <laughs> Honestly, that's like, I wanted to be a book editor mm-hmm. for that reason. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, nope. <laughs> like, nah. when I went into college, I was like, I wanted to be an editor. I wanted yeah. to work in the book publishing industry. Mm-hmm. And my advisor was like, well, no. No. Fuck <laughs> I was like, cool. Relevant bookish facts. Do you run a book club? Are you a member of yes. an author street team? Do you host an, an author's what? street team? So I was on a street team. I was on a street team for Cora Carmack and her book called Roar. It was like YA fantasy. So the street team is a bunch of people who are really passionate about the book that's coming out. And it's kind of like, but it's like PR. You, 
hosted different events and you like played games with people and like it was it was a whole thing it was like to on social media yeah because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like you're saying like street team i'm like are you fucking walk into people's houses yes <laughs> read this book would you like to play or- a game with me <laughs> just like shoves a bingo card in someone's face and starts screaming off numbers <laughs> we hosted like scavenger hunts and stuff <laughs> on social media <laughs> I didn't that. yep i was like so was there a park you met in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How how did you know? So like with Cora Carmack, her book um, Roar focused on like their powers kind of melded with like the weather, and so we were broken up into different groups based on like where we were in the country. That's so cute. And what what weather system was like more prevalent in your country or not your country? You know your your area your of the country. And I think we were tornadoes. <laughs> Yeah, of course you were. <laughs> Love that for the Midwest. It's great. So it's okay. So street teams. Sorry. <laughs> um, do you host any online reading events? Are you an own voices reviewer? Do you review audiobooks as well as print eBooks? Your bio is the perfect place to share this information with publishers, as long as you're comfortable, of course. See, not comfortable with putting my library yes. name. Links. Your profile includes a section titled where I share reviews. This is a crucial place to provide links to any website, social media, where you share your book reviews, the media outlets where you cover books, or the bookstore, library, or school where you are employed. While your bio should be professional and succinct, your linked blog and social media channels are the best way to stand out and show off your vibrant personality. Thank you. Stats, including important stats about your platforms, such as the average monthly page views to your blog or social media following, is very helpful for publishers. Make sure to include the date you pulled your stats so it's clear to a publisher how recent those numbers are. Plus, set a recurring reminder for yourself to update those stats on a regular basis. Uh, Favorite authors. By sharing your favorite authors, you can help provide an even better understanding of the book's Types of books within those categories you enjoy most. Try to stick to three to five authors to keep things. And this simple. is all in your bio? Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, mine was all just on my phone on a Monday night, just sitting on the couch. So I definitely recommend going back in your profile. I will. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what else happens once I do. Yeah. Reading habits. While you're in your About You section of your profile, make sure to check out the options under Topics. Marking that you listen to audiobooks or are a member of a book club helps ensure that you get relevant promotional emails, including announcements of newly updated NetGalley books, limited time read now opportunities, and more. Make sure you're opted nope. You're opted into receiving those emails in the account security profile and under subscriptions. Nice. And your email. That's the end of that one. Fantastic. Yeah, so I think that's very helpful. Um this mm-hmm. is all on We Are Bookish under NetGalley. Mm-hmm. They have like exclusive interviews. It just says book club kits, social media tips, and then net galley tips. So, very helpful. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I like it. I love it. I, I really like net galley. I think it it takes a while to kind of build yourself up into being like a, a good reviewer on net galley because like everyone wants free books, but like it's not just free. You're doing it for a reason. Right, and you do have to commit time to it yes. as well. Are there uh, other companies or things like other websites? than NetGalley? That's so, what I meant. <laughs> ironically, ironically, yes. I did 
um, tried to use. It's called Edelweiss. To me, it is very complicated. I don't understand what I'm doing at all because I was trying to do it not under but pages and pages, but like be like, okay, I'm a podcast reviewer. Like I can, yeah, I'm you know, it's different than like being a book blogger, mm-hmm. but you know, it's cool. So I wanted to be like, maybe I can use not use, but like, yeah, try and get books as a podcast person. And I do not understand how Edelweiss works. Oh no, um, it's very confusing to me, and I'm not having fun. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Because I, I think the way it's set up is horrible connect with communities for readers of books help with publishers booksellers libraries so if i click connecting with communities it is not user-friendly so it says i can't read this because it's like this light picture with white text over top yeah it says readers and reviewers can select from two platforms with their free account Edelweiss Plus is a digital publisher catalog platform that includes robust B2B sales and professional ordering features as well. Edelweiss Community doesn't include the B2B feature, but allows book lovers to join communities of peers and like-minded readers in order to discover titles in their in favorite genres, collaborate on book lists, and attend book events. I don't know, man. I am very confused. Because, like, okay, so I'm signed in, right? And this is what it looks like. The fuck? And I don't know how to, like, find books at all. Like, I go to review copies, and I don't... Yeah, I mean, I like, you can search for titles way at the top, but, like, that's... Right. But hot, but not everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I know how NetGalley works. Like, I get NetGalley. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this website works. Hey, look, a bunch of stuff just popped up. And I, and I, like, I went to click on one, the Wordle Challenge game. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to, re- like, to get a, request a copy. Because I think it's, like, this button. Is it maybe on it? How's your experience? Horrible. <laughs> Where's the bad button? <laughs> Am I near it? No. Can't see it. Oh, there. Bad. This one? Nope. No. Uh, hard to use. One more. There you go. <laughs> Thank you for your feedback. You're welcome. Nope. Don't click that. Go away. Click out of it. I can't see. <laughs> so I, like I tried to do it the other day because I was like, well, I want to get, you know, more information about another like website I could use to mm-hmm. also do reviews. And I don't know how this works. I'm very confused. I don't know how to find books that I want to read on here. You know? So I'm very confused. I give up on it for the moment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know how to work it. <laughs> so I primarily use NetGalley. And I think it's great. Yeah. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. And, you know, if once someone does find the one that they want to use, I would, I would say, as a person who has <laughs> not done it at all, that it would probably be best to start with one and stick with one. Because mm-hmm. if you just, all you want to do is read new books mm-hmm. uh, that you've requested on there, like, go ahead. But, yeah. like, if you have other books that you want to read that you haven't been approved for, then you can't. <laughs> you, you can't. To, you need, then you won't have time. Yeah. You know? Yep. So you ha- you'd have to just be for sure. 
that you'd want to do it full time. Yes. And then when you request a book, um, it gives you the option to, like as an ebook, to either send it to your NetGalley app on your phone or you can send it to your Kindle. I think there's probably one set up for the Nook for, you know, through Barnes and Noble. Um, Is that still a thing? I'm pretty sure. (laughs) I'm like 70% positive. I don't know. Which I'm like, who uses it? But whatever. Who don't people don't want to support Jeff? Sure. But so like my ebooks appear in my Kindle library because I connected my Kindle account to my NetGalley account. So there, it sends directly to there, mm-hmm. which is helpful. And it usually has like the cover, which I think is great, or doesn't. Sometimes doesn't, which is fine. Like, I like seeing the cover in my little library. It's cute. Yeah. I hope maybe you've learned something about NetGalley. I encourage you to set one up. I just to check it out. think they're great. Yeah, just like check it out. Yeah, I think you have to have an account before you can like mm-hmm. scroll through the um, what they have available. titles. Yeah, so you can set up what you talked about. You know the your preferences of categories, and then yeah, it, will it let just you know. took me a few minutes even to to sign yeah. up. And then when you go to your home, your dashboard or whatever your homepage, and it'll like be like, well, these are the books that are coming out right now in the categories that you've selected and here are the top requested books and blah 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 yes yeah. top requested books and i was like mm, but does that mean that i won't get it <laughs> maybe <laughs> it's just what a lot of people have put in to get those books which i mean you never know until you shoot your shot exactly but anonymously because not anonymously but like you don't have to reach out to someone be like hi can i have this book please and then Thank you. just them directly tell you to your face, yeah. no. <laughs> no, you suck. Like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm learning a lot about it. And I'm excited to read my first book through it. Yeah. And kind of just get a good idea of It's just kind of fun works. poking around in there, seeing mm-hmm. what books are on there. Mm-hmm. Just Get my fingers mm-hmm. in and see him come back out. <laughs> we'll see what pops up. Who knows? But it's fun. That's super fun. Yay. So um, I would love it if anyone listening wanted to reach out to us and give us any ideas of other ones because I feel like Adelice and NetGalley are the only two that are really on our radar. Mm-hmm. And Adelice is not an option. So. I just don't understand how it works at all. No. <laughs> I don't get it. I've tried. I spent like a half an hour. Trying to figure, figure out, out what I was supposed to do. And I just gave up. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? Fuck this. You don't get my business. <laughs> you don't get it. You don't get it. Goodbye. <laughs> I don't know why I go into like, I go into like a Jersey mom accent whenever I just, I like it. I'm upset about something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's okay. My brain works apparently. <sighs> so. so this was a fun episode. Yeah. I feel like I talked a lot. I I'm like very it. sorry. I just, I'm passionate about it. I love, yeah. I, we obviously love reading and reading books beforehand to help get the word out about exciting books coming out. Yes. So, Neck Alley, just we would love me, for you to send us books. Just let me have them. We are legit. Please. This is us. Yes, this is us. Do you want to hear us? Hi. We have a whole episode dedicated to you. Yes. We love you. Thanks. We're going to, <laughs> well, I mean, just going to have to link it or like link them to our. <laughs> episode somehow hey nick alley we talked about you <laughs> cough cough no big deal so it's fine. 
We would love for you listeners to follow us on Instagram at Pages and Pages Pod. Yeah, Sophia's doing a great job. I think I say that every time, but like they just get better because <laughs> it's just so fun. The one currently that is on there for the simple wild, like just it's like like chef's kiss. I love it. Thank you. I was like, what do I? How do I? And they just kind of evolve. It's so fun to just mm-hmm. do it and just see the evolution and the the balance and the you know. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, I want you to recommend us to your mayor of your city. <laughs> to your periodontist. A what? <laughs> They're a gum doctor. I was like, what? <laughs> it's from an episode of Friends. Oh. The lead singer of your favorite band. <laughs> Please. If it's Brendan Urie, yeah. that'd be great. Sorry. Sorry, I was like, <clears throat> your your aunt Peggy. If you don't have an aunt Peggy, you can't recommend it to her. But but also any other aunt you have that's not an aunt I Peggy. Guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I do not have an aunt Peggy, so I don't either. Cool. <laughs> Thanks for listening, <laughs> and we hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye. 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 Bye.